What is up, everybody? It's another This Week in CLG. Obviously, as you can see here, I'm joined by Julian Fitzgerald and Cream Cheese. Uh, I'll have them introduce themselves in a second, but um, it's another great week, another great show we have for you today. I'm glad to be here in the host seat. Taking over for Steph, uh, you know, this week, um, but, you know, she'll be back soon. Um, our amazing host of all the this, this Week in CLGs. But to kick it off, uh, let's just do intros real quick. Julian, I'll kick it to you first. Uh, just a quick rundown of, you know, who you are, what you do, um, and a little bit of your background. Sure. Uh, thanks. And first of all, I'm glad to be here. Uh, my name is Julian Fitzgerald, co-founder, executive director of Gaming Community, formerly known as Community. Uh, in short, what we do is we help increase diversity within tech and gaming, uh, ultimately solving the problem that we experience. You know, my co-founder, Ryan, was a MLG gamer. He could have been serious one day. Uh, and myself, you know, I knew a lot more back end than I realized from the hardware component and just really being able to expose other people to both the opportunities is exactly what we're here to do and it's been going well. Good to be here. Amazing, amazing. Appreciate you being here. Um, and of course, I've seen you getting down a real company. So um, yeah, I can attest to the, uh, the gaming status of Julian. Um, and then our illustrious cream cheese, CLG extraordinaire. Everyone knows you obviously, but quick intro, what do you do? Um, and a little bit of uh, background. Yeah, so uh, my name is Kareem Cheese. I'm a content creator, reactor, and host, and I stream full-time. And you'll also see me traveling for a fashion week, um, creating content on the go, IRL stuff. But I'm happy to be here, and thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, 100%. Appreciate you being able to make the time. Kareem, obviously being modest, he's doing a ton of stuff. Uh, he mentioned a couple of those things, fashion week, uh, doing content reacting. Um, but, you know... Across the board, best fit, right, at uh, the Game Awards recently uh, in New York. Hey, best or, fit, actually, the, Game right, Awards 2023. Yeah, yeah we yes, in there. So, uh, <laughs> all over the map right now, um, traveling all over for uh, stuff here in LA, Vegas, all that good stuff. So, again, Kareem, appreciate you being here. Um, and before we get into, like, any bit of conversation, we're just going to do some uh, this week and last week in CLG. So, um, yeah, um, we have, obviously, a ton of games. Uh, for anyone who keeps up, obviously, of LCS, uh, we had our CSGO team uh, competing in IEM, IEM Katowice. Um, unfortunately, didn't get the results we wanted um, uh, in either, but, you know, the teams, uh, especially the LCS team, was actually able to uh, chat with them. Um, you know, it seems as if we have, you know, an idea of, like, what we want to do, how we want to improve, and things like that. So um, that is updates there. And then on the FTC side, uh, we had Brian F. competing in the Capcom Cup. Uh, he just missed getting in the top 16 uh, to be able to make it to the last chance qualifier. He played 17th, but uh, as our FTC coordinator, uh, Bobby, informed us, he actually beat the person who beat him at EVO. So a little bit of revenge, always good to get. Um, and we do have Chris CCH, a uh, really, really new member of the team. Uh, he will be competing in the Capcom Cup. So uh, stay tuned. I believe uh, it starts on Wednesday. So um, we will be rooting him on there. Uh, and then for this week coming up, uh, we have uh, Apex Season 16 launching tomorrow. Um, our players will be streaming. Um, and then we have Competitively Series E on Wednesday at 4 p.m. And obviously, just stay tuned for stuff coming with Valorant, CSGO, all of our teams, LCS competing in Super Week this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So for any League fans out there, um, we will be live very, very soon with that. So, yeah, um, that's basically uh, this week in CLG coming up. Um, and yeah, I think it'd be good to, to jump into a little bit of conversation. Really one thing I wanted to do was challenge, uh, y'all's projects going on, right? 
know, Julian, I know community has a ton of stuff um, from the actual tournaments to some of the Super Bowl. So you might give us a quick rundown of like the biggest uh, things you'll have going on right now and uh, a couple things coming up for this year. Sure. I would say uh, definitely the active pieces are, you know, Esports League is in full swing. We're actually in the second split of our third season. Um, we also have a, have a, if you will, a perpendicular league as well. So we have, of course, our HBCU Esports League, which is Madden, called, or Madden 2K, um, as well as a few other titles. But we have a Call of Duty League with Kentucky and Mountain Dew. So big shout out to Mountain Dew, but uh, to the point that we're going to have the semis this weekend and the actual championship. Next weekend on the 25th, uh, it's, you know, it's a half a million dollar prize pool overall. 25th, just next week, is $200,000 on the line. So it's exciting. Uh, it's very cool because it's something that actually hasn't been done before. So for those students who are, whether they're student status or graduates, they're going to get salaries based on their actual stats and roles. So we're super excited to even not only have that culmination of but then also, you know, six months from now, we'll have students who have actually earn salaries to play on behalf of Mountain Dew. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing stuff, right? Um, yeah, you yeah. pretty much said it, right? Like, half a million dollars on the line, like, there are esports top tier, tier one uh, leagues who do not have that as, like, a prize pool, right? So, um, it's incredible to see yeah. which I'll be able to pull through. Actually, I think I saw one of the ads come through for the, it's the Mountain Dew Real Change Challenge, right? You're correct, yeah, the Mountain Dew Real Change Challenge, uh, ultimately helping, you know, Get more once again increasing not only just diversity within the space but increasing engagement in esports at the hbcu level uh, it was interesting in 2020 when we started not one hbcu was engaged and i want to say right. over 130 traditional institutions were and to that point really just you know reducing the gap that we know could have it, you know, been followed by the, the larger thing gap as well. so super exciting on the other end you know other elements that more from my perspective, workforce development, getting people in the industry. Right. We've actually got some uh, individuals who just recently got hired by Google, and uh, two of them got hired by uh, Bank of America. Uh, and long story short, you know, within the, by the end of this month, we'll actually have probably uh, another two or three students who are going to be acquiring or kind of, if you will, procuring internships with some tier one organizations. So we're going to be able to release that by the end of the month. Yeah, amazing, That's honestly. Great, yeah, it's always great to hear like that side of it as well, right? Because you have, of course, people being able to engage in their, you know, their pastime of gaming, right? But, this, but at the same time, it's obviously about like being able to earn a living, um, doing the thing you love. So being able to use that to get into the workforce, uh, things like that, it's always good to hear. Um, but yeah, you know, as you said, again, like I remember, you know, back first contact HBCUs, right? It was like, all right, we first got to like approach the subject of esports, right? All right, like who has, right. you know, the capabilities on campus, right? And then obviously from what y'all have done, um, you know, building out those esports centers as well, right? So um, always good to hear there. Uh, definitely can jump more into it in a bit, but let's over to Kareem. Uh, Kareem, I know you have something big, really, really, really big to share um, and yeah. anything else actually for the year as well. So um, yeah, take it away. Um, well, going through every, all of my announcements, like everything has been NDA, but I finally got to talk about um, that I'm running not the first all-black Apex tournament, but the first all-black Apex tournament that is sponsored by EA and Respawn. So I amazing. have the opportunity to pit 24 amazing black creators to come together um, and just play a TDM match that releases on season 16. So it's going to be six games. 
And then on top of it, the top three game or the top three teams get to pick which charities they're donated to. And I believe it's at a $5,000 prize pool. So we're going to be giving back to the community, which is really, really amazing. We got a a lot of good charities in there. So I'm just happy to be part of that. Um, On top of that, I'm heading to uh, San Diego for DreamCon or not DreamCon, DreamHack for San Diego. So stay tuned on that. And then also we got PAX East coming up in Boston where I'm going to be a panelist the first time ever. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, man, it's just uh, life is opening it up and I'm just really, really happy to try to do my best to be a black pillar in the community and show everybody that you can do it. Yeah, honestly, all amazing stuff. Um, Great to hear about the PAX East as well. I don't think you shared that with with me yet. So, you know, um, obviously, like I haven't been to Boston like years now. So it sounds like an excuse to get up there. Um, Check out PAX East, which obviously like gaming. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, I think it's yeah, I'll already be there. Right there. I'll see you there. Ah, let's okay. get it. Let's get it, man. We got a link. Julian, y'all are going the whole the whole crew. Uh, at least at least two or three of us. Yeah. Okay. We're in a few spots I mean, up there to work. Yeah, with the with the production team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. I mean, if y'all are gonna be there too, then you know, uh, it all makes sense, right? Um, so definitely have to yeah. check it out. But you know, obviously, Kareem, congrats on all the different hosting gigs. Obviously, as well, you have uh, wine with cheese going on. Um, yes, my wine and cheese show. Soon? Yeah. Um, so I'm working on the third guest because obviously, like, I have um, all this tournament organization um, going on. So I'm going to finish this first. And then I believe, like, I'm trying to get my boy Iffy, who is um, a writer and also a comedian. Uh, he also have written on some of the great games that you guys play, like Apex Legends. So I'm trying to have him on for my third guest. Amazing. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um... I don't know if you're still uh, connected with Gabe Kunda, but I think, you know, obviously he'd be another good yes. one um, to Gabe bring as well. in as well, right? Uh, yeah, he's coming? Okay, that's, for sure. For that's, sure. My, that's my boy. You, you you probably heard his voice on like five or six, seven Super Bowl commercials last night. Oh, yeah, he was up there? Yeah, the, the man is okay, doing his okay. thing. He was on six or seven of them. He was, he was, he was, he's really working, man. I'm, I'm so proud of him. He's a, he's that's a voiceover awesome, sure. guy. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll actually have to get uh, Gabe connected with y'all as well, Julian. Um, he he played some games uh, recently with Kareem and actually uh, with other creators as well. Um, it was a ton of fun to like watch him play. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, when I, where I was at for the Super Bowl, it was like super loud, so I couldn't hear anything except for the actual game. Um, so I didn't really get to hear anything. I just kind of saw the commercials and like hope they were good. Um, but I guess real quick check in: How'd y'all? Uh, what y'all think about the the game <laughs> halftime performance? Any thoughts? I'll let you go first, Julian. I'll let you take it. <laughs> yeah, the performance was awesome. Good just to hear the music, you know, live. And I definitely feel like, uh, you know, we were all kind of anticipating some type of, you know, bigger bigger news and rollout. But, you know, the news of that, you know, is kind of big enough. But the game itself, I feel like there's always, in the last six or seven years, always going to be a, oh, I know how this is going to go. And then you, you turn the game back on after halftime and it goes a different way. You know, I feel like, Really beat themselves on that one. Although it was, it was, it was a good game. I was obviously pulling for Philly just because of probably just proximity. But no, I'm happy for both ends. I'm no, no, no real, uh, you know, buy-in. Nothing lost. For sure, for sure. What about you guys? What about you? Uh, so I am a Patriots fan. Nobody likes me over here. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Boston boy, you know, true, New true, England true. vibes. But uh, I was, I was rooting for Philly, man. It's close, you know, like. 
it was it's East Coast, you know, it's the East Coast team. You want the East Coast team to win. Um, but unfortunately, it was a great game. You know, we lost by a field goal, which is tough. But I think yeah. we all won. We got to see Rihanna p- perform for the first time in four years. So I'm here. I'm here just nice. living it up. And then also she's Prego again. ASAP Rocky, chill. Yeah. 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 Golly. <laughs> they're going crazy they're going crazy um yeah honestly like for me um you know i didn't know skin the game either chiefs or eagles fan um it's funny because uh with the arian roster meme arian foster me arian foster meme and everything right we talking about calling the script um it seems like nfl did maybe call it in right at the end so you know that's neither here nor there um you know to be debated just with a field goal anyway right so um, but yeah, honestly, Rihanna, um, my family's from Barbados as well. So uh, I was made amazing seeing, um, you know, Bayesian up there performing. Um, so, um, I'm a Rihanna fan for life hearing umbrella live. Um, I wish it was like, honestly, the whole thing, like it was just like umbrella the whole time. And I've been, I've been yeah. amazing. I wish it started um, raining. Yeah. I was waiting for the rain. Yeah. Rain <laughs> starts coming down and then like they pull out some umbrellas. That'd have been it. That'd have been it for sure. Uh, but cool, cool. Uh, glad y'all were able to enjoy it. I know uh, Julian, uh, Chris, and Ryan were out there. Yeah. Karima as well, right? Was that where the Hot Pocket Challenge was? Uh, no, no. The Hot Pocket Challenge is actually, uh, we shot that here in the building, down in the gym. But no, um, yeah, we have the whole team working. I'm not sure if we made that announcement yet, but, you know, we have the media company that's been stood up. So thankfully now, you know, good, you know, good number of hands on both sides. So I actually run the, Nonprofit here on the twelfth floor, and we got the media. But we we actually shot that out of the building. The team, I want to say, already has updates since since the weekend. So we'll see what they come back with. Uh, actually, Arizona trip. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can. Any any time Ryan goes to any event, I'm sure he comes back with probably you know 100 or so new connections. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have no doubt there. Um, and just for the viewers as well. Um, Hot Pocket Challenge, I believe, is uh, was a multiverses. Uh, it was like an eight yeah. a eight person bracket uh, or sixteen something like that. Um, so yeah. community obviously just putting on another like huge um, event for uh, you know the gaming space increased diversity it was really really good. Um, but yeah, I think just getting into the conversation a little bit, um, really wanted to kind of talk about today just those experiences within the gaming industry. Uh, really like mostly positive, right? Like because I think. You know, uh, something we can always do here is, you know, really tear down like things that have happened, ways that people have not um, done things well. But I think it's always good to really like, you know, kind of push on uh, the things that uh, have been good. I was getting better. Um, and, you know, the best thing in my opinion as well is like also like community and Kareem getting together and putting something on. So, uh, again, glad to have you all on today to, to chat and, and meet and everything. But, um, yeah, I guess Kareem will start with you uh, from like, you know, Whenever you first like started thinking about uh, streaming as a hobby or streaming as a career, right? From like gaming as a hobby, um, how has your experience over time uh, transpired? Yeah, so um, my experience has been kind of like, you know, I, I would say one day I hope somebody does a Netflix documentary on okay, uh, okay. come up. Um, I was in college. Uh, I was working at a movie theater on top of playing pro um, or playing college uh, football. And then, you know, I just started streaming. I plugged uh, Logitech C920 into my Xbox and I started streaming and I never knew what it would be. You know, I got my bachelor's in criminal justice. I was going to become a state trooper. And then I passed my exam 
lo and behold, I didn't know this was going to take place, so I had to make a choice. So I chose something unstable. We all know something unstable yeah. that you know yeah. you have to really work hard to grab job after job after job um, instead of stability. And it was probably one of the best choices I've ever made in my life. Um, a lot of companies like Adult Swim, Dolce & Gabbana, Logitech, AMD, everybody takes chances on me, which I'm very, very happy for. Um, and then it puts me in a position to help, um, you know, other black creators as well, because they, they need help. They need help finding people. And I just shift them away on the sides. Like, so make sure everybody's coming up together, which is very, very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and one uh, caveat to put in as well for Kareem, uh, when you say football, you mean soccer, but you also mean that you tried yes. out for um, some MLS teams. So it's not just like, you know, playing yeah. on the, the college team it was like almost like, yeah. MLS level. I was, I was, I was right. almost, I was almost pro. I was, I was knocking on the door. Um, hey, you know, I'm still fit. My 40 time is still four three. Okay. I'm in there. <laughs> okay, we're we're at the race one day because um, I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was last, but um, you know, I, I get up there in the uh, in the forty. Uh, I like that. But all, yeah, all that's amazing. <laughs> you said what, Julian? I said, no, Kareem's got your feet. Soccer speed is different, man. Is it? Yeah, I mean, he might, he might. But, you know, <laughs> honestly, I've, I've done it multiple times where I've challenged someone to race, like, ah, oh, no, you can't, you can't do it. And I don't, it's been years since I've, I've been beaten. So, you know, um, I'll be excited I'll to take see, that. I'll take that see one. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paxi's, Paxi's, we'll Pax like, pull everybody out on the street, you know, have everybody lined up, have like a drag race, and we'll see what it is. Sub content. <laughs> I yeah, love it. I love yeah. it. Baby. <laughs> yeah um but yeah just jump back to uh what you're talking about cream with your whole career like obviously you know uh the state trooper is something that you can like come back to right but like you know if you had become a state trooper you know probably would always be thinking mm -hmm. about like hey like what what possibilities are out there right um and then because you've done that right you're obviously giving you know younger black gamers like this model of like hey like th this is possible right there's avenues here to go right uh which i think is amazing in general for someone to take that leap right because it then helps you know people coming behind um to say hey like there's a model i can go and see and like try to you know uh accomplish similar thing so um also kudos to you for like taking that leap and something so unstable right and and risky as well yeah it's, it's it's chances man you have to take um risks you have to take chances and you gotta knock on doors even if they have six bolts on them they're gonna open eventually start kicking it you know it's gonna Absolutely. work sooner or later yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. uh i'll kick it over to you julian um so i know that obviously um we can roll it back to what like 2020 um or even like before that whenever yeah. you first like really started getting into gaming um but obviously back then you know um it wasn't like the immediate um you know just wave of of interest in like Hey, I'm gonna support like right now today, right? It was a lot of like show, a lot of conversations, a lot of like um, convincing people that you know there was value here and and getting partners on board like Verizon, like Discover, things like that. So um, I don't know if you can like talk about like how that's transpired like over time. Yeah, and and it's funny you say that. It was actually the realization moment for us of hey, you got a great night, you've gotten a great idea together. Most introductions are being made, but we actually got told at one point we were just too young. You know, it's you know, how do you how do you say to a team, we like what you're doing, your idea is solid, we, you know, we want to pick it up, but we can't buy into something 
that hasn't been done before. But the whole reason we're bringing it up is because it hasn't been done. And so we've lived through the problem to that point. But really to highlight some of the, if you will, just the wins in the situation, the, the first event that we did, you know, in 2020 was to, once again, our, our whole message was increasing diversity in the space. But as you know, you know, COVID hit, mandatory learning was required. And so all of our students from high school to collegiate, you know, we actually realized some of them didn't have the means to continue learning. So we had to take a small pivot, help, you know, with the more of a computer drive type approach. And with that, that was a two 12-hour streams that were like back-to-back days, or a 24-hour stream, if you will, uh, raised over $100,000, a million views. Um, and with that, you know, because we partnered with both you know, Twitch, as well as, a, you know, a number of influencers, athletes, Michael Strahan, Cedric the Entertainer, um, I want to say, ooh, I, can give, I can give a lot of names, Desi Banks, um, goodness gracious, the CEO of United Way. So we, we pulled influencers multiple markets and demographics to really just emphasize and amplify how important, you know, tech and tech literacy is. And then access is another component that we were also emphasizing. So that was huge. And that one event really grew, uh, you know, once again, that was basically uh, an exhibition match. So it wasn't a full tournament. It, was, you know, it wasn't even technically esports, but we were just getting more of an engagement uh, outside of the advocacy campaign. But we, we held our first HBCU tournament in like August of 2020, HBCU Battleground. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, day one was a career fair. Everything was virtual, so we had, you know, the virtual metaverse type career fair. Gamer drive, I remember, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a good time. And you know, day two was, you know, the actual Call of Duty uh, tournament. We had, you know, DTLR uh, come out and, and sponsor and, you know, had, had a musical element as well. So it was very exciting to know that we had to really an opportunity of something that's never been done before. And because of that, we just you know continue to execute and deploy at a, at a high you know high level, if you will. And so from there, uh, was able to form a you know, formal JV with Twitch to bring the HBCU esports online. And so those first two events of okay, cool, no one's bought into us. Let's just go do it. Let's pull in the support. You know, Ryan and Chris had a music background, so we brought in what we had at the time, which was influence, you know, access to influence. Right. Um, as well as you know, access to a few educators and people who made it work. And, you know, that was really, really empowering to be able to, to identify the, the basis, the partners in, uh, partners in the space, rather, that, you know, will put their money where their mouth is and really bring their partners to the table. So, to your point, three, four months later, as we're bringing season one of HBCU Esports online, you know, we had Verizon and Discover to really, you know, sit down at the table with and talk through what we've done with no help and then what we can do with a little bit of support. And now we're in season three, talking about season four, and he's donated a million dollars. So it's been extremely you know, productive just to be able to take an idea and, and really just manifest it through consistent, you know, diligent action, I would say, more than anything else. Uh, but the biggest piece, and these, these stories get to us not as often as I like, but I actually heard this on mm-hmm. Friday student at uh, Wilberforce University, which is in Ohio. As you all know, HBCUs, they're predominantly centered in the Southeast market, maybe central to, you know, Texas and the Bible Belt, if you will. Uh, but he, you know, shared there's nothing or no one else that actually cares about, you know, the HBCUs in esports in this entire region besides you all. And he's like, I've been keeping myself engaged to the industry just through you all's lifeline. So it was real tangible stories like that, as well as other individuals 
you know, earn over $18,000 playing Madden within our league alone and you know, told us they graduated debt free. And so it's just the, the, the course, the big stories that are exciting. You partner with Twitch, you partner with Verizon, Discover, uh, now Nike and Hot Pockets, but it's also the, the tangible takeaways of, hey, you helped me either get a job or land a job. Uh, students who, even before graduating, you know, working with complexity, uh, you know, as ed video editors and then, you know, jumping out into the industry with their own company. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of everything, but just to go back to the, the positives that, uh, you know, allowed us to get to the, the first piece, the next, the stepping stones seem like they're, you know, definitely just, you know, if you will, getting wider for us to step up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, I mean, I think it's incredible, um, like going from, uh, what was it, like March 2020 or like February at the time? Um, yeah. I don't know I showed up like a month probably after that. Uh, but to see it go from like this table in this one gaming center in Atlanta, right, to what it is now is, <laughs> is just incredible to see, right? So um, amazing stuff there. Um, and yeah, I think uh, to kind of like move us on as well, I think, um, you know, for me, there's obviously like all the good stuff as well. Um, but, you know, what, what improvements, you know, that really like take us to the next step, right? Like what is like the next stepping stone for us, um, like the gaming industry as a whole, right? Um, so Kareem, I don't know if you have like, you know, things that you've seen or like you really feel like it's like really like the next step, the best next thing um, this industry uh, takes um, for you know, diversity across the board, right? This doesn't be black gamers, um, could be um, LGBTQ plus gamers, right? Like anybody um, out there, right? Like how does the industry um, improve? Um, so for me, for me personally, I've seen improvement on just giving, you know, the LGBTQ community, um, the Asian community, black community, just a platform to speak and to share their experiences by running these tournaments or by running these podcasts or by sponsoring stuff and putting them on the forefront so that they can have that time and have that ability to share their stories with the world, I think is most important. I think we've improved tremendously on that front. There's still a lot of work to do. But, you know, we'll take the wins as we go. We'll continue to push. We'll continue to work on spreading awareness, obviously, for um, obviously injustices and inequalities that need to be fixed in life. And I'm just happy to be part of that push, that main push. And Julian, you're part of that, too. Delmar, you're part of that as well. We're all part of that push to make a better tomorrow and make a more welcoming and inclusive world. So I'm just happy to be part of that front. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, um, 100%. And also, I need to give a shout out to uh, Steph here, uh, Stephanie Harvey, who's like director of broadcast, uh, director of like development here at CLG. Um, she was one of the main like pushers, right, of like even bringing this to life, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, asking like, hey, you know, like what what is like something that we can do to really like help make an impact, you know, even at the like most basic level, right? Um, like, how do we do that? And to me, is what you said, Kareem. Um, even like the most basic things are even the biggest, right? Like having the platform to talk about different things, have, you know, different faces on camera, that other people can see it, um, is always really good. So Steph, I don't know if you're uh, listening right now, but uh, shout out to you, Miss Harvey, um, legend. Uh, as uh, Nubis is saying on Twitch right now, uh, uh, CLG legend, um, and uh, one of the main reasons why we're, you know, on the air today, right? So that's obviously really good. Um, yeah, Julian, um, anything from your side? Like, obviously, you've got both the education, workforce, uh, tournament side as well. Um, 
you know, is there anything from like internship side? Like obviously like, you know, Riot Games is doing um, a ton of internships with y'all. Um, is there any, any like big things you feel is like the next improvement that the industry needs to make? Yeah, uh, we actually got a chance to really, you know, bring one of our, if you will, kind of bring moments to, to life this past October. And that's something that we just want to scale and then just multiply or duplicate, if you will. Uh, that was our kickback event. And so the formal name is The Kickback, but that was the kickback for the Riot Games. And so to your point in regards to, you know, what else could be incorporated or what does it look like that could be done, you know, at its maybe its fullest extent, you know, that was a full day, 9 a.m. 9 a. to, you know, pretty much 10 p.m. But it was, um, you know, 9 a.m. to noon was panels and workshops from Riot employees, you know, corporate executives, technical individuals, HR, hiring recruiters. And in the audience, we had both high school and collegiate students from all across, both high school students from across the state. So, you know, of course, the inner city, but then, you know, schools across middle Georgia, south Georgia. And then we flew in students from really uh, all of our HBCUs that were participating. So we had Howard students in, uh, of course, you know, Morgan, Morehouse. But then we also invited other collegiate students, so UGA, University of West Georgia, University of North Georgia, Georgia Tech. And so they were all in the room, which was pretty great uh, because one, you know, the course I mentioned the morning was panels and workshops for about three or four hours, about three and a half hours. Um, and then we broke into, uh, you know, resume review workshops. So students actually had a chance to get their resumes reviewed by hiring managers and uh, recruiting managers at Riot, which was insane. Um, and then we uh, you know, went for lunch, but then had a gaming tournament. So it was a full Valorant and League tournament that went on in the afternoon. That went from about one, six, seven. Uh, that was ex super exciting. Once again, the first time some of the you know, HBCU organizations actually got to compete against you know Big Tens like a UGA. And so I want to say that history was made specifically for UGA and how we're competing. That hasn't happened at any other point in history. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, but then we wrapped up the whole day with the concert. We had Jennifer come out, Baby Tate, uh, you know, Kenny Mason, a few others, Timothy Isaiah. So it was, it was super cool. So that's something that, once again, the students, you know, the high school students have left for the concert. But the full day event, the students shared that they learned a bunch. They actually had takeaways. You know, they had a resume in their hand that had red marks on it. And then on the back end, they got a chance to really compete at a high level in regards to collegiate esports, not just, you know, within their neighborhood, but mixing mixing up, you know, all the different players and participants, which was, which was great because some of our students said, okay, we got to step it up. We didn't know what competition was looking like, you know, so it was, right. it was refreshing, made it fun. The concert element really drew in the audience. So definitely something that fingers crossed will be in a uh, market in the next 60 days or so, um, you know, looking at Austin. So I'll, tell, I'll keep you all updated. But then all the same, uh, to that point, that's the exact you know model of you know both education information in the morning or at the beginning of these events, whether it's a full day, two days, a week long. I think it really does need to include both elements of let's make sure we you understand the foundations, you know the conversations included. You don't have to be technical to be in gaming, you know, uh, as well as really it takes diligence and follow up to get where you want to go. So it's of course. Just the rich information that can be agnostic to anyone, but then, uh, you know, more nuanced of, you know, your resume can look like this if you want me to look like it. And then at the end of the day, still being able to engage in the thing that brought us all together in the first place. Uh, and so that's, once again, something I feel like can be done in a large manner or smaller manner. Uh, and so, you know, really just putting that out for the, once again, 
collective buy-in on that type of process. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and also, like you know, shout to Riot for you know going to see like Atlanta and bringing something like that's called the kickback has you know headlined by someone like G Herbo, right? Um, you know, obviously yeah. had like a Super Bowl recently <laughs> in Atlanta. I didn't have like Atlanta artists like on stage, right? So like you know, for Riot Games to see that and be able to say like, hey, like we can go to a city, like really take in the culture of that city and bring it um, to the main programming happening, um, I think is amazing. Um, and as you said, like, as we like have it happen more, it engages, you know, these um, aspiring gamers, uh, either professionally or just work, work in the industry, right, to say, hey, like, oh, this is like really cool, right? Like, Riot Games yeah. is bringing G Herbo and Valorant together, right? My, yeah. you know, could be someone's two favorite things, right? And, you know, maybe they, they grind it out, um, get Radiant and Valorant and, and go pro, right? Or they say, hey, like, Riot Games is really cool. Like, maybe I'm, I'm trying to actually work there, right? So, um, I feel like that yeah. stuff is, is always all good. Um, yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'll circle that back to, you know, what Kareem said as well in regards to the, providing that platform. I think, it, you know, it goes hand in hand with really access. And at the end of the day, it's looking at, you know, what demographic, what markets, you know, where are we trying to go, you know, who is trying to reach us, and then looking at what unique, you know, needs they have. And a lot of times it's access to different parts of the industry or different types of resources or different information. So uh, to tie that back to what Cream said as well, I do think that is a big Yes, yes, 100%, 100%. Um, again, shout out to Ms. Harvey um, for, you know, really, again, being the pusher for us to have this conversation. So, um, yeah, all good stuff. Showing shout out uh, Atlanta Faze um, in the chat. Um, obviously, again, as you said, Call of Duty stuff happening in Atlanta. So, you know, um, hopefully we can uh, see a lot more uh, diversity in the space, like come through through this system and get up to the CDL. Um, so I think we're we're pretty much uh, at time. Um, really appreciate y'all coming in for conversation today. Um, is there anything you want to shout at the moment? Again, Kareem obviously have a tournament coming up on the 22nd. So um, I think it's about like 24 uh, black creators coming to play. Are you still looking for players or just like to come and watch right now? Uh, so. So I took the whole day off yesterday to lock in 24 creators. So we're locked in on 24 creators. Um, we're, we just got locked in on production. And uh, it's going to be a really wonderful event. So it's going to be on February 2nd, 7 p.m. EST. If you guys are doing something, cancel it. All right? It's going to be on Twitch yeah, yeah, yeah. TV slash Kareem Cheese. Pull up, man. Let's make, let's make the world shake, bro. Let's do something for charity. Let's just put on for the black community and just have a good time and enjoy the event. 100%, 100%. February 22nd, right? 20, uh, yep, 22nd. February 22nd. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Julian, anything come up for you? And obviously, again, um, you know, at some point, we'll make it happen. We'll get the yeah. two kind of behemoths of, of uh, community and cream together, and we'll, we'll pull together, um, you know, even bigger event, um, or even see if there's any, any ways to, to kind of connect here for the 22nd. But um, anything coming up for, for you and the team coming up? Yeah, yeah, I'll say um, the big one is, you know, follow at community. Our name is spelled a little funny. That's C-X-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Um, and, you know, you'll be able to get all the information from there. Uh, I think there's going to be a couple pages. HBCU Esports in the community uh, are Be the Change, you know, Mountain Dew League as well. So you'll be able to see all the news. In the day. Amazing, amazing. Uh, I'm just going to shout out again real quick what's coming up for CLG. Um, we have Apex uh, playing Series E this Wednesday at 4 p.m., so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we have Chris CCH, our 
amazing Street Fighter competitor. He's going to be in the Capcom Cup. Um, and a few other things, obviously. So just stay tuned to our socials. Um, that's at CL Gaming, um, at CLG Red, at CLG FTC. Um, and again, Julian, Green, appreciate the chat. Appreciate y'all making the time. Um, obviously, this won't be the last time we'll get together. So, you know, uh, let's find some time, sit down, chat, and see what we can uh, pull together. Yeah, yeah Julian, you can me, man. Just let me know. I'm always down to help. Yeah, 100%. I'll reach out. And Dalmar, 100% appreciate this opportunity. And Kareem, shout out to you for making the choice. Like, you didn't, you know, it wasn't just a, a small opportunity, it sounds like. So, big shout out and kudos to you guys. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate 100%. It, 100%. I will see uh, you both soon in Boston if I can pull it through. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be a great weekend, man. We've got a panel there. So, again, uh, appreciate everybody watching. Um, this has been great. We can see LG. Um, and stay tuned to all the socials. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Peace.